Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We are back this week to talk about the Hulu original series, Welcome to Chippendales. And we'll get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) I didn't want to spoil anything, so stay tuned for our reactions to the show. (laughs) But first, TV news. I'm going to start with my, the thing I know the least about, which is... There's a new show. It's written by Mary Beth Barone, who is the way that I know her is she's like besties with um, Benny Drama. I don't recognize Jared Goldstein. Do you know Jared Goldstein? I'm going to just do a quick little Google. It's not ringing a bell off the top of my head. He's a comedian. I know that for sure. Anyway, I wouldn't even bring this up because I feel like I know not, like not that much about it, but when I was reading the description of what the series is about, it made me very excited. So it's a comedy series that they're both going to star in. And it's a comedic take on true crime format. Best friends and amateur private investigators travel the country using every resource available to solve real life mysteries, expose everyday perpetrators and seek retribution for injustices, no matter how small. In fact, the smaller, the better. Mary Beth and Jared can be very petty. And it just sounds very up my alley because I feel like I'm uh, an amateur private investigator. And that's true. People send me like uh, crimes to solve like this all the time. So it's just a show that seems like it was made for me. It's perfect. Yeah. It's almost like if you're not going to make it good thing someone is. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad it's them, even though I don't know them. (laughs) (laughs) I saw today that you season four part one dropped their trailer and I wasn't going to watch it but then it started and I just couldn't stop so I guess I did (laughs) watch the trailer and um honestly it looked it looks good and it also has a very pretty little liars energy because Joe starts getting these texts from someone and then he but then he's also trying to like figure out who this like serial killer is that's killing people around London. And I was like, okay, this is, this looks promising. I hope it doesn't like disappoint, but the trailer was good. I also watched the trailer. This, I think this is like a first in a long time. We've both actually watched the trailer. (laughs) I literally assumed you hadn't. Yeah. So (laughs) tell me your reaction, please. (laughs) So my reaction was, this seems like gossip girl 2.0 and like the, the, Mm just because of the like anonymous texter kind of thing, but pretty little liars is probably a better comparison, but like even the poster kind of looks like the new gossip girl posters as well. So it's a little confusing. Well, and you can't help, but think gossip girl because of him. Like, so it's just the whole combination. It's like, so are you now you just changing kind of the premise of the show a little bit, or is it like, if Gossip Girl slash PLL, if like if one of the Pretty Little Liars had also been a murderer, is that <laughs> what this season is going to be like? Murderers solving murders? I don't I don't know, but it looked pretty good, don't you think? Yeah, I like I liked it. I was excited about Lucas Gage. He looked great. Yeah, and 
also kind of reminded me of Benny Drama. Not to bring up Benny Drama again, but I was like, they kind of have a similar face. I can totally see that. Just like blondie him. Yeah. Um. Another. Well, speaking of Lucas Gage in that trailer, I was like, they hadn't shown him yet. And I was like, is he going to be doing a British accent? Because <laughs> I don't know about that. He's like such a surfer vibe to me. Mm-hmm. And then he is not doing a British accent. So I was relieved. But yeah, that is a relief. Uh, well, glad we both watched it. And yeah, I was I'm I'm intrigued. I'll I'll keep watching. Twist my arm. Oh, yeah. I am still mad that it's going to be split into two parts, but I guess I'll just have to get over that. Yeah. And they're only a month apart. Confusing oh. to me, but also makes me feel a little bit better. Part one is February 9th. And part two is March 9th. It's dumb. <laughs> so dumb, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not like six months apart. Speaking of six months apart, I haven't been watching the current season of Yellowstone, but they just had like a mid-season finale, and I think they're not like finishing the season till like the summer, which I hate that. Oh, you know, my parents actually did just tell me that recently. They got all caught up. Oh, good. And good. They're obsessed, and now they want my Paramount Plus login to watch all the spinoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably give it to them. Oh, that's funny because I was just trying to convince my parents. I was like, Paramount Plus is the only platform we don't have. It's kind of like a gotta collect them all kind of thing. And I think <laughs> yeah, that's very Pokemon. I think that almost worked, so we're pretty close. Wow, that's impressive. I don't have Peacock. It's kind of a moral stand because they're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like all the different the different tiers are confusing. Mm-hmm. I think you'll break down or have it somehow eventually. I'm sure I will, but not right now. Um, But also, along with Yellowstone, so the creator, Taylor Sheridan, is also making another new drama, and Nicole Kidman is going to star in it. And I guess it's based on a real-life CIA program and follows Cruz Manuelos, a rough rough around-the-edges-but-passionate-young-marine recruited to join the CIA's lioness engagement team to help bring down a terrorist organization from within. And she's going to be playing like the Mm. senior supervisor who's had a long career of playing the politics games. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Was interested in politics from a young age. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I'm glad that she's not the one playing a character named Cruz for two reasons. One, that is, I was, because that's what I, I thought you were going to say at first. She was the lead. And I was like, okay, that, I mean, she's white. <laughs> but also I was like, wow. And Tom Cruise. I was like, that would be triggering. Whoa. Yeah. So, anyway, really makes you think. Really does. But that sounds good. Is that, did they have, they said yet? That, is that also Paramount Plus? It does not say. I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Um, My last piece of news is that Wednesday on Netflix was uh, renewed for season two. Shocking no one because it's like their new favorite thing over at Netflix. Like it's Netflix's favorite. Okay, but I did see something. I saw a couple news articles um, that... Oh, I bookmarked this. I'm smart. I love when my past self is looking out for me. Um, When your past self really watches out for yourself, (laughs) your future self. Yeah. Um, apparently there was a lot of speculation that they weren't going to renew it. I don't know if it's because like they took so long to say it, 
Um, but there were like rumors that like Amazon was going to take it over. Oh, whoa. I never heard anything about that. Wow. Yeah. Even though it's the most viewed minutes of all of Netflix or whatever they always say about whatever is their newest show. Well, that's a victory for Netflix then if they got it from anyone else. Well, and I don't even know if that was like just like made up and like people on the internet were saying that. I like I think that I have no idea. I just didn't even question that it was even a question if that they would get a season two. Yeah. Well, and so that means that we've got to watch it. Yeah, I guess so. Eventually. For some reason, I I know everybody is liking it, but I don't know why, but I have like zero desire to watch it. It's so weird. I, mean, I don't know how that happens. I, I don't know either. I mean, a lot is often the overhype and it's all you hear about. And if you weren't watching with all them, it is sometimes hard to get into it. I totally mm-hmm. feel that. For me, um, I do want to watch it. I love the Adams family, but I'm a little, and I think I might've said this before, but I'm kind of scared that it'll be as boring as the Sabrina Netflix show was Sabrina, teenage witch. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that very much. And I'm kind of worried it'll be kind of similar to that, but people say that it's fun. So I'm, I'm sure I'll like it, but I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I'm sure I will watch it and like it eventually. Um, my last piece of news is I watched another trailer, um, and it's for a Netflix Whoa. movie. I know it's shocking. Is this your, was, sorry. Was this your New Year's resolution to like watch the trailers that we talk about on news? Because <laughs> you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Um, it wasn't, but I'll say it was now so that I can say that I'm doing good at a New Year's resolution. Yeah, you've already done it twice. Yeah amazing um so it's a new movie for netflix called you people and it's starring jonah hill eddie murphy julia louis dreyfus and it looked funny i'm into it and it just looks like a good rom-com so i was excited about it and it comes out on january 27th and julia louis dreyfus is playing jonah hill's mom which amazing duo (laughs) i like it that's way that's sooner than i thought too yeah wow i wonder if beanie will have a cameo that'd be fun i could also see julia being her mom too did you ever watch stuts no i never did but i keep hearing about it yeah you gotta watch it it's really good don't know if i plugged that on this podcast yet and if i haven't here it is now and if i have here it is again (laughs) It'll be interesting to see. I mean, no one might hear it because I don't think anyone's watched Chippendales. So <laughs> no one might listen to this episode. <laughs> I'll have to repeat it again later. <laughs> That's a really good point. I don't think I've heard of anybody watching this sh- show, which is interesting. It's Yeah, it's another show that I've I've only seen like famous people talking about it. Yes. And that's how a lot of shows are. It's like what we were saying last week for Fleischman is in trouble. I think you mm-hmm. said you, or maybe we talked, I don't remember if that was on the episode or if we talked about that, but it was like, I don't know anyone who's watching this in real life, but celebrities are really watching it. Yeah. Like other than people who have to vote for the Academy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or are friends with the leads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, maybe other people didn't watch it, but we watched it and 
we'll tell you whether or not we think you should watch it if you haven't yet. But first, we're going to make you listen to our top three. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) I mean, if you can't tell by the title, Welcome to Chippendales is the origin story of the Chippendales dancers. Kumal Nanjiani plays the lead role of the, and he plays this person named Steve, who started the Chippendales. And he opens up like a club, and that's kind of where it all starts. And so for our top three, we are, if we were to open up our own Chippendales club, which LOL already. Um, who are TV characters that we would hire to be our bartender, our choreogra- choreographer, and our costume designer? Um, Jordan, you go first. Um, just so you know, my answers are even more chaotic than usual. Um, I'll start with bartender. I just thought of this person. I couldn't think of anyone I would like better. Great. But it's someone from a reality show. And I bl- it's because... The Circle has new episodes, and so it's at the top of my list of shows on my TV time app. But I said Joey from The Circle season one. <laughs> okay, he's great like answer. born to be a bartender. Can you be- like? Come on, he would just like be chatting up everybody, mm-hmm. um, listening to everyone's problems. <laughs> like I would well, watch that reality show. It's funny also because I don't know if you did this while you're picking, but. I also was choosing a bartender that could fit in as like a Chippendales dancer. Oh, because, wow. Like, yeah. On the show, like they have some bar, some of the Chippendales dancers bartending too. Yeah. And so that's also funny to think about. He would totally, yeah, he would totally work. He, he would just be kind of like the Jersey Shore <laughs> uh version of a Chippendales dancer exactly exactly wow that's I didn't even think about that I'm glad that kind of worked out yeah it really did. um um for my choreographer uh this is a group I said the dairy girls <laughs> oh my gosh yes brilliant answer that was, thank you that category was the hardest one for me to figure out who to do I don't know why I just couldn't I I had some people that I think could do but I was just not it wasn't slapping, but mm-hmm. Dairy Girls, they perform dance numbers all the time together. So, yeah, there you go. Um, and for my costume designer, funny, actually, that I just said these words, but I said uh, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, <laughs> because she has um, like she's a fashionista, like she is a looks queen, Y2K times. And also, like, she could just fix everything with her magic. So great idea. Then you wouldn't you even go. need like Quick a seamstress. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Thank you. Wow, what a fun um <laughs> a fun team. <laughs> it would be really fun to work there, I think. Yeah, it would. I would work there. I would hire you. Um, okay, for mine, I said my bartender would be Marcus from Hacks. He plays like the Wow personal assistant guy. Oh Slash my gosh, like he would be manager. so good. And he'd be he great. definitely could be a dancer. Yeah. I think he'd be wow. He'd be perfect. I love it. He'd probably get a little zealous and then probably try to like move up pretty quickly and I'd probably let him cuz he knows business more than me. So I'd have to find a new bartender pretty quick, but 
he'd be good while it lasted. Yeah, I like it. Um, and then my choreographer, I said Lexi Howard from Euphoria because we she know was what on she my can do. short list. <laughs> I mean, look at the I was I was thinking about all the group numbers from her play, and wow, yeah, she's got talent. She's well, got she basically it. that um, gym number was basically a Chippendales dance. So, yeah, totally. It, they weren't like wearing little bow ties in that number, were they? That, I don't think I so. I think they just had that? their shirts off. That would have been funny, though, if she'd made him wear little bow ties like Chippendales. Yeah, that would have been funny. They were wearing football pad pants. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, she's already got the resume. And then for my costume designer, I said Emily in Paris because we know that she can make a look. Duh. Wow, genius. Probably not on the cheap, but they'd be looking good. Oh yeah, they oh for sure. She can she can work for you when she's on her fun employment. <laughs> for yeah, a couple exactly. Days. <sighs> yeah, when I she's doing it. contract wow. also, work. Also, yes, also a very fun work environment. Over at Thank your Chippendales. You. Yeah, good a good group. All right, welcome to Chippendales on Hulu. Would you recommend? And if so, who to? I would say you can skip it. I was I was pretty disappointed because this has a extremely good cast full of some of our favorite friends, um, Camille Nanjiani, Andrew Rannells, Murray Bartlett, um, Juliet Lewis, and I just didn't I just didn't think it was very good. Yeah, I have to retweet and say I felt the same. It felt like homework watching it. And, like, the content is just, like, so interesting that it, I was, like, mad yes. also watching it. I was, like, this mm-hmm. should be better. Like, this should be more interesting. I should be interested. I should be involved. And I just was not. Mm-hmm. The last thing I was going to say is, like, after being so in love with how Pam and Tommy played out, I was just, like, expecting to feel the same about this and was really sad I didn't. I totally agree. And I was kind of thinking about Pam and Tommy while I was watching it, too. Um, And I think part of our discussion about Pam and Tommy was that they came in with, like, a point of view. And so it wasn't just, like, a reenactment of something that happened in a different decade. And this, I think, like, the opposite is true of Welcome to Chippendales. Like, I don't really know what their point of view was. And like you said, like the story really was fascinating. So it wasn't like I was, I wouldn't say I was bored because the story is really interesting, but I, it just made me wish that I was like, I would have preferred to watch a documentary of just showing me the real people because like you have these great actors and I didn't really feel any emotional side of this story at all. Like I don't really feel like I got to know the characters very well. Like, I didn't know. I, I knew um, Steve Banerjee's, like, motivations in life and in this business. But I couldn't really tell you, like, a lot of the other characters. Like, what were they even, like, thinking about everything? Like, I don't know. I just didn't feel any emotional moments, really. And every line that they would say was just like literally what's happening like I was reading a Wikipedia page I don't know I I just feel like 
you have this great cast and they didn't really have i didn't think they had anything to do like they looked great in those costumes mm-hmm. and i will say this the dance the chippendales dance numbers were amazing i loved how the club looked i loved the dancing i loved the stripping it was really fun so that was fun but i felt like everything else was just like blah yeah i felt the exact same and i was honestly like worried um i don't know why i ever get worried but i was i was just like so curious how jordan was feeling about it because i had (laughs) finished it and she had just started it so i was like how are you feeling about it and she had reservations i was like okay phew like i Mm -hmm. because i just didn't want to be a debbie downer but like i just it was not for me and that's okay yeah and at that point um like the first episode i thought was like pretty intriguing and i feel like it kind of went downhill from there Mm -hmm. i feel like there were a lot of pacing issues as well uh like there were lots of time jumping that was really confusing sometimes they required a lot of the viewer and then other times they were thought the viewer was an idiot like explaining way yes. too much so it was just like very very hard to keep track of like there were a couple times where i had to like rewind because i was like wait is that what they were trying to show me and then other times where i'm like i get it <laughs> yeah Ugh. like there was one part that i took note of that i was like this is a good example of what i'm saying about this script being so bad and kind of dumbed down like you're saying for the audience that's like there's some things that we could infer from the acting you don't have to literally say it out to us but like when um murray bartlett meets andrew Reynolds and they're kind of talking about murray's like oh i want to open up a club in new york and andrew Reynolds is like oh well here's all the ben like listing out all the benefits of what that would do and he's like plus you're lucky you met me because I'm really rich. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to say, like, I don't know. There's just so many more interesting ways that you could, like, spell out what's happening. And mm-hmm. you're literally just saying it in the dialogue over and over again. And that's just one little example of that. But it was like that the whole season. It was so funny. I, I was laughing by the end. No, that's a perfect example. Yeah, I, I was sad. I mean, all I felt like all of the acting was great i loved everybody's like performances i also really like um uh his wife irene uh annalee ashford i love her and she's so good yeah she's so good she was in um impeachment and i had also seen her in masters of sex anyway so i was really excited and i just feel like bummed that it was kind of a letdown and again Mm -hmm. like we mentioned earlier like not that many people are watching it that i know of and i guess we're telling you keep it that way <laughs> yeah we we tried it out so you could so you don't have to basically. yeah so if you have any questions about it let us know <laughs> you know what i almost was comparing it like you were saying pam and tommy and i was also kind of comparing it to minx because minx was talking about like oh what could we provide for women that's traditionally provided for men, you know, and like mm-hmm. sexual revelation, revolution, revelation, sexual revolution. Oh my gosh. The sexual Sorry, revolution. Sorry, we might have to keep that in now. <laughs> that's so funny. I mean, it is a revelation in the revolution <laughs> and like 
when they're like, oh, like women get horny too, yada yada. And it's like, Minx did that so much better than this did. Yeah. Well, and it's like, and which is so interesting because like this is a true story and it is like all the things that are true about it are super, super fascinating. Yeah. And um, like it was a success and still is a success and like everybody knows about it. So like I would think that a lot of people would be interested in it. So it's sad that they made it not thrilling. Mm-hmm. Well, and something interesting that I maybe want to do more research on too is like all the episodes are very highly rated on IMDb or like higher than average. They're in the eights and that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really seen if like it's been reviewed really well, like by critics or anything like I like, are we the only ones or something? Cause like something's resonating with the IMDb IMDb voters, but <laughs> So th- that made me kind of have higher expectations for it as well. Yeah, same. Same, same. That's all I have to say about it. Do you have anything else? No, nothing else. Just okay. feeling wah, feeling wah. let down, feeling betrayed. It's kind of funny because we, when we made our end of year list last year, we like had a hard time finding shows that we didn't like, you know? And now yeah. we're starting off the year with a big one. <laughs> So hopefully it's not an omen for what's to come. Yeah, it's true. On that note, who's your crush of the week? I am going to give my crush to Kumail Nanjiani. Um, even though he did not look hot in this show, um, he I thought that even though they didn't have the actors didn't have a lot to work with, I feel like he really did become this other care this other person this real life person he didn't read as kumail to me he really truly seemed like this character and um yeah i thought he did an amazing job i did see some comments that made me laugh on tv time that were like when is he gonna be dancing for chippendales because we know that he has that marvel body underneath those clothes (laughs) and i was like amazing point (laughs) this is not fair (laughs) that is a really hilarious point and it also just reminded me of the one thing I wanted to say that I did really enjoy was the very final scene. It was like this like um, continuous shot throughout the club and it was really cool and mm. I really liked it and it was like it ended and I was like, wow, I wish the whole show would have been like that interesting. Yeah. Everything about the club itself was really cool and fun. Mm-hmm. And so they were smart to end on a high note because it really was like the peak of the show yeah it was and another thought i just had sorry that i'm like having these epiphanies when we're closing out the episode but like (laughs) um another part i thought was really fun and interesting was when his wife irene like had all these like ideas of how to like cut corners and like save money and stuff like Mm -hmm. the fact that i thought those things were more interesting than the murders multiple murders of this show is like weird that's so funny. Bad storytelling. Yeah, I feel like, and and the stuff with Irene, like that stuff was all like the accounting stuff behind the scenes. That was all earlier on. Like I feel like that and kind of like setting up the business and like them trying a bunch of different things in the club. That I kind I liked seeing that progression of like the failed attempts to make something popular. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that stuff was all really early on. I and I one thing they like that they did well with Irene, it's like how they both were drinking cokes at the club, and so it's like that was like kind of an unspoken clue that these two were gonna get along. Like they needed more little things like that instead of like every character needing to say out loud their next move and like what they were. Th- I don't know. It was just so so silly, but I did like yeah. those moments too. Yeah. Now that I've covered all of that, my crush of the week, I'm going to choose from something random from something else I watched this week. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, a movie on Showtime, so I'm counting it because it's streaming. Um, it's called After Yang. It was in theaters, but now it's streaming. And it's a really good precursor for anyone out there who's going to be watching Megan this week, which I recommend. I loved Megan. <laughs> um but the movie was uh after yang was so good and colin farrell is the lead in it and i just like didn't know i loved colin farrell like i feel like i'm just discovering him even though like i know that he's like an class a actor like i am very aware of my like late coming to this but like i loved him in uh what's that movie that i love banshees <laughs> yes uh and i just really loved him in this movie after yang he's was so cute and unexpected crush i love it well it's kind of fun like he one of my one of my best friends and she was obsessed with him like in middle school and it was all we ever heard about it was all colin farrell this colin farrell that but it was funny because like back then he was kind of like oh bad boy and now i feel like he's kind of like cutie cutie yeah guy like sensitive guy so i get it thank we you we love to see it he still looks really hot too like he's yeah like that's the thing he looks well. young and good yeah young and good young and good anyway to see it wow i love that crush that's a great answer thank you well now i get to plug our episode for next week that we truly cannot wait because we decided it's time we're gonna record an episode about girls because we're both re-watching it and we can't stop and we just only want to talk about it and Mm -hmm. we feel like we need to give it its time and place and, like, we're not the only ones. It's, like, everywhere I turn, someone is posting about rewatching girls or they just are watching girls and for the first time. And, wow. And, yeah, there's just so much to discuss. I'm, I cannot wait. I know, that, I know that my TikTok for you page is very personalized to me, but it's also, like, a very big show on TikTok, at least for me. Oh, yeah. So I would expect that for other people. What's your most um served up girls scene on your tiktok right now because i have one in particular that I can, i've been seeing over and over and it makes me laugh every time okay i just watched one scene where i was like oh yeah i've seen like that tiktok like multiple times but now i'm trying to remember what it was it's marnie talking to shoshana but i can't remember what she was saying is it when she's like calling her stupid or something and she they're like oh i've seen her i've seen her read the paper before or something yes like she's very yeah it's when they're like in that fight and shoshana's like 
I'm sorry I'm not a Pride and Prejudice or like Jane Austen novel. That's what she yeah. says. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's that's a scene that I see a lot. That's so good. The one I see the most that it really makes me laugh every time is when Jake Lacey's like, I've asked you multiple times not to roll your eyes at me. And Lena's like, I wasn't rolling my eyes. I was looking up at a cloud that looks like Blake Lively. <laughs> and he looks up and she's like, it's gone. <laughs> and it's really, it's that's so stupid and so good. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. And I, it just makes me love even more that like both of us are getting served girls TikToks, but they're still different. Like there's so much yes. content in the world. It's amazing. Uh, wow. Can't wait to give it its place in the girl meets show universe mm-hmm. girls meets show <laughs> girls meets show thank you for listening we will catch you next week bye bye